Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chad and Zay. We hope you are having a good Tuesday. Let's go. Hour number three on the horn. Chad and Zay with you. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. He picks a beat out for us to start the third hour. What we got, Zay? This sounds like uh this sounds like a Jay-Z or Kanye could be rapping over it. What is this? Yo! Jay-Z is featured on this song. Come on! Just sounds very, you know, big and yeah. bold and here we go. Right, right. Yeah, this is young Jeezy. Well, now he's just Jeezy because he ain't so young no more. But <laughs> off his first album, Thug Motivation 101, a classic. Wow. It might have to be a review. Ooh. Okay. But Go Crazy featuring Jay-Z. How about that? That is, uh, tell me the name of that album again. That's fantastic. Thug Motivation 101. That's a great <laughs> title. Great title. Yeah, I always wonder with a, when an artist picks a word in their name, and then you might be forced to reconsider. I always wonder when that happens. If you have, if the word young or lil is in your name, do you have to make an adjustment? Lil Bow Wow did, right? Yeah. He's not Lil Bow Wow anymore. He don't even want to be Bow Wow no more. He want to be Shad Moss. His acting name. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Really? What, does he think there's going to be another Fast and Furious call him up? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what he thinks? He's uh, a decent actor. He ain't bad. No, he is good. Yeah, and Entourage, yeah, yeah. he did this thing. And yeah. That Fast and Furious, he did this thing. He's good. That was that Fast and Furious was, no, nah, it's a Fast and Furious movie, so right, you got to take yeah. it what it is. Much better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I, that's my favorite. I always thought everybody stayed away from Tokyo Drift because it was just some horrifically terrible movie. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's, actually it's pretty good. Since it's... Doesn't flow with the rest of them. Yeah. It's in its own cult category. Like you already yeah. have your cult people loving Fast and Furious movies, but yeah. there's a very specific group, including myself, that loves Tokyo Drift more than all of them. See, there's two wonderful worlds of uh, just non-realism in the Fast and Furious universe. One is clearly just all the stunts they pull off that are completely unrealistic. That would could never happen, right? In real life and physics and all that. But the second part is how they go about tying everything together and bringing people back to life and trying to explain why someone's in this movie and not in this movie. It's hilariously wonderful. It's nuts. It's just wonderful where they are right now. And once May gets here and I can go buy a ticket to Fast Ten, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go see it in the theater. I'm not. I'm not going to run away from that. All right. So we start this hour with a lot of different things um, that we've been hitting today. We'll get back to some bracket tips from Zay. If you want to get in our bracket contest, go to hornfm.com. Uh, shout out to Audio Visual Consultations. Once again, a TV is your prize there. Speaking of a prize, how about the ultimate prize of Final Four tickets? Shout out, Zay, to uh, Shelby and Syntex Tickets. That's right. Shelby, get them to me, get them to me quick. SyntexTickets.com. They will be providing two pair 
of tickets to both Dallas and Houston men's and women's Final Four. There you go. So a pair for each. So you want to go register for just the men's? Go do that. You want to go register for just the women's? Go do that. Remember, one household can't win both. That's Correct. Our, that's our only kind of caveat there. Uh, women's Final Four up in Dallas, men's Final Four, of course, in Houston. So you can go check that out at hornfm.com as well. Shout out to Syntex Tickets. And if you need, you know, concert tickets or anything else, uh, you can check out Syntex Tickets for that. It's that time of year where I feel like I'm looking at events, movies, and shows, and concerts. Oh, yeah, it's going down. All that stuff. So uh, we'll get back to the bracket stuff. We've hit a lot of football today as well. Cowboys re-signed and Donovan Wilson. Is there an OBJ story developing with the Cowboys, or is it more with Aaron Rodgers, who reportedly might have told the Jets he wants OBJ, and the Jets are looking at every receiver he's ever thrown to in Green Bay. I don't know if Donald Driver's on their speed dial, but apparently they're talking to Lazard and they're talking to Randall Cobb. So we've hit all of that. Also, let's get you a feel-good story before we go back to the brackets. If you remember the horrific shooting at Virginia where multiple Virginia students were fired upon in that bus. Remember, they went on the tour, they come back, and there were multiple football players and then another student that were ultimately uh, shot. Three of the football players died, but the football player that survived, he was shot in the back, he rushed back on the bus to help, was Mike Hollins. He was a full participant at Cavaliers spring practice today. Wow. Good for you, young man. My goodness. I see a picture of him here rocking the number seven and going through practice. Uh, if you're not rooting for the Virginia Cavaliers on the, on some level, um, uh, that's that's amazing. Uh, discharged from the hospital back in, um, let's see, they, the, the incident happened in November, and then he was uh, there for about a week or so, got off the ventilator, kept getting better, and now he's at spring practice. Amazing. Good for him. Amazing. You know – when you see guys like that, and then you see guys like Commanders running back Brian Robinson, yes, yeah, another who good got example. shot and played this year and was really good for the Commanders, probably their best back, and these guys just overcoming very dramatic, crazy events, and now just they alone walking, playing. Like that's right. that's impressive. Yeah, you know the team's going to take a lot of a uh, lot of motivation from him, and uh, and just, uh, just apparently the team is, as you can imagine, has responded really well to having him around and everything. So uh, shout out to him. Also shout out to Marley Morgan, uh, another student that was shot but did survive uh, the uh, the terrible situation there back in November. All right, so some good news there to start the hour. Uh, we'll watch for that story in Virginia football. Also, speaking of college, we're talking a lot of brackets today. Zay's been throwing out some bracket tips for you today. So let me review what we've heard so far. Earlier, Zay said he thinks Kansas may lose in the second round, but he's gonna he'll hold off full judgment till till what they play Friday. No, they play they play Thursday like Texas does. I think they're in Des Moines too. Zay, do you realize that Longhorn fans, Aggie fans, Kansas fans, and Arkansas fans are all in Des Moines? No, the Arkansas fans are there too. Huh? That one just hit me. Arkansas fans, Texas fans, 
Aggie fans all in the same place. I hope security's ready. Wow. I uh, had not realized that one until today. Yeah, I hope there's all hands on deck because there might be some fighting going on. So, Zay told you earlier, VCU over St. Mary's is definitely a 12-5 he would look at. And, ironically, Iona over UConn is a 13-4 over he'd look at, which that would mean VCU would play Iona in the second round in a 12 versus 13 matchup. Uh, Zay, you also talked about uh, one of the last things you were talking about is kind of um, you were looking at you know when you win in in terms of um you were talking about the your ultimate winner and how you pick it or what was the yeah, last ultimate winner the top 30 in offensive right. and defensive efficiency look for those stats get a little nerdy on those stats top 30 in offensive and defensive efficiency we're on a run where a team is in that category every every year zay rattled off eight teams for you earlier texas is one of them uh that are in, that is in that category so that's something else to consider and also for your ultimate one i'll just throw in a basic one i think still to this day the highest seed ever to win the national championship is still villanova at an 8 I think that's true. An 85? Yeah. I believe that is still the highest seed. I don't believe a nine seed or higher has won it. So if you're thinking about getting crazy, you can get a little crazy early, but don't go picking an 11 seed to win it all. Yeah. That just has not – that does that does not happen. No, no. And another tip for y'all, a two seed, one of these two seeds most likely won't make it to the second weekend. And I'm looking at all of them right now. Texas, feel like they're good. Arizona, feel like they're good. Shaka Smart Marquette, feel like they're good. So that leaves UCLA, who doesn't have the defensive player of the year in the Pac-12, Jalen Clark. That might hurt them. And depending on who wins that game between Northwestern and Boise State, I like Boise State there as of now. I can see Boise State beating the Bruins. Because hmm, Jaime, of that injury. yeah, because of that injury, yeah. they played Arizona tough, but it was more because they've seen Arizona so many times, they knew how to play them. But when they play one of these fresh teams, I like Jaime Jaquez, I like Tiger Campbell, but when you're losing one of your best players defensively, and Jalen Clark averaged 13 a game offensively, so you you're not getting that back either. Now Crowen has to play all these younger guys. For a two seed not making it, if you had to pick one, I'd pick UCLA. No, it's a, I think it's an interesting pick because they're one of those teams, high-seeded teams with these big injury stories circling them. They're a huge story. Does Sasser play for Houston? If so, is he limited? That's a one seed that's affected. Probably won't be affected in that first game. But in the second game, that probably gets them. And we've already talked about Tennessee today. A four seed that feels really different without Ziggler on the floor. Yeah, that's a completely different discussion. So different that again, Seth Davis on CBS immediately in the selection show said Louisiana beats them. Well, for Tennessee, when Zakai Ziegler's out there, it allows guys like Key and Santiago Vescovi to do what they do best, and that shoot the basketball. Now that Ziegler's out, both of those guys. They have point guard duties and point guard responsibilities. Also, mm. they have to give that scoring that they've been given all year long. So that take, takes away the game that you really want to play 
for Rick Barnes. And plus, Ziegler defensively, like I said earlier, he's one of the best defenders in the nation, especially at his size. Pound for pound, he's the best defender in the nation. But, you know, sometimes guys might shoot over him, but his toughness, man, like what he did to Tyrese Hunter, and Tyrese Hunter is very good and has had a really good season as of late. He made Tyrese Hunter look like a mid-major player. So I that Louisiana game is really interesting. Now, Louisiana, their schedule hasn't been that tough, and this is going to be their best game or their toughest team that they face, even without Zakai Ziegler. But Raging Cajuns, I like them at this spot. I really do. Yeah, that's a game I think a lot of people are going to start seeing once they put everything together with Tennessee. So we've hit a lot of those different things. Also, Zay told you yesterday he likes all the Big 12 teams to get out of their first-round matchups. You're not picking any Big 12 team to lose the first game, correct? If I had to pick one, it'd be Baylor. It'd be Baylor using the, losing to Santa Barbara. Okay. Just Baylor hasn't played good as of late. And Santa Barbara, they've only lost seven games this year. And they looked really good. You know, they got a couple of guys in Mitchell that could really hoop. They've averaged 20 points a game in, like, the last three games. So, I, with Keontae George coming back in the lineup and him getting hurt against Texas a couple of weeks ago with that ankle, he has not looked the same. And he's their best scorer. I love LJ Cryer. I love Adam Flagler. And they definitely have to play well. And we know Bonner came in and had that really good game off the bench against the Horns. And he had a couple of good, good, uh, couple of good games after that. But there's a reason why he's on the bench. There's a reason why Scott Drew doesn't have him in the lineup majority of the time when most guys are healthy. And if Keontae George, who didn't look good in the Big 12 tournament against Iowa State, if he's still playing and laboring that ankle, I could see them losing first round. I'm not going to pick it. I still think all Big 12 teams are going to win their first game. But if one had to go down, it'd either be Iowa State or Baylor, and I hmm. lean more Baylor. Okay, uh, and uh, Zay's also talked about that eight nine matchup in the West with Arkansas and Illinois. He thinks the winner of that can beat Kansas in the second round. I think that's one people forget about sometimes an eight nine against a one. Never forget those, man. We've seen those happen. We've seen those come through where people think, oh, my God, did you see that one seed in the first round? They were amazing. Right. They won by 42. Calm down. They played a mid-major that had that's lost 20 games. Like, are you? did you see exactly what happened? Because we get freaked out by those. And then they get in a dogfight, and you kind of get surprised. Zay, if West Virginia and Alabama both win their first game in Birmingham, do you think Bob Huggins could take Bama out? Is that group that good? Could they make it ugly and nasty and broken bottle enough to take out Miller and Bama and that crew? Yeah, yeah. Because this is a team that beat the brakes off of Oklahoma during the regular season, and Oklahoma beat the brakes off Alabama. Now, you can't base it off that. Each right. matchup's different. Yeah. And I think Alabama just clicking at the right time, winning the SEC championship. Because the, remember, the SEC Big 12 Challenge, that's a weird game. Like, you're in the flow of the SEC of your conference, and all of a sudden it's that random game at the end of January, and they had to go on the road, and Big 12 being the best conference in basketball, I think if they would have just thrown all 10 teams in the tournament, you might argue that all 10 teams would win their first game. Now, that's not the case with only seven getting in there, but still, Oklahoma, they beat some really good teams this year, Alabama Mm -hmm. being one of them. I would not be surprised if Huggy Bear got that dub 
but I wouldn't pick it. If Bama gets by that game, that could be interesting. That's the one. I, that's the first one I'd look at. Could be some really interesting, real good test for them. Good test. That yeah. that would be a nice little test. I was watching San Diego State this weekend play Utah State in the Mountain West Championship. They got some brothers. San Diego State does. They, they got some brothers where. If I was that coach, I'd be a little afraid to go into their neighborhood to recruit them type brothers. <laughs> like, they got some tough, physical, veteran guys, five-year senior guys, and just watch that Sweet 16 matchup. If both of those teams advance, watch that Sweet 16 matchup, Alabama and San Diego State. Okay. They would give Alabama everything they want and then some. Interesting. All right, yeah, San Diego State, the five seed there in the South. Tonight it is the t- first two play-in games. Southeast Missouri State against A&M Corpus Christi. The winner is who Bama is going to play. Any thoughts on these 16 seeds tonight? Have you seen any either one or nah, care man. either way? I mean, I want Corpus Christi to win. So, want the Texas team to win? Yeah, I want the Texas team to win, but that's about it. Now, statistics show, Chad, on the 11th seed, one of the 11th seed teams makes it past the first round. So maybe a team tonight, whoever wins Mississippi State and Pitt, or whoever wins tomorrow, Nevada versus Arizona State, watch that matchup yeah. moving forward because – a lot of the time, that team wins their next game after. So they'll go back-to-back, win on Tuesday and Thursday or Wednesday, Friday. Majority of the time, the 11th seed will advance. If I'm not mistaken, an 11 seed advancing is how Shaka ended up in Austin. That's right. Because that VCU team went on a run from an 11 seed. Win a play-in game, get in, and they made it all the way to the Final Four. Yeah, it's so hard for me to take Marquette where I really want to take them, just out of spite. Just out of petty uh-huh. and spite. Like, you serious, bro? All that talent that you had down here, you couldn't win one tournament game. Then you move on and go to Marquette, and you got team that people in the national media are picking to win the whole thing. Did he win one last year? Did they win a tournament game last year? I don't remember. I don't either. But this year, they got a squad. Tonight, I hate it. They got a squad, though. Tonight it's Pitt against Mississippi State in that 11 game, and the winner gets Iowa State. So just something to keep in mind there if you're thinking about maybe picking an 11 over a 6. Tonight's winner will play Iowa State. We'll get to tomorrow's games as they come. Up next, we will get you uh, a little why today matters. The nerds would tell you it's pie day, but we'll give you some other reasons. March 14th matters to us. Texas baseball coming up tonight against North Dakota State. That's a 6:15 pregame, a 6:30 first pitch right here on the Horn. Chad and Zay. One time, one time. Hey, yo, L, you know you got the lyrics. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had a style. And so I came to see him and listen for a while. That's a heck Talk of a to s- him, El Boogie. <laughs> That's a setup right there now. Would this be Miss Hill? That's right. Okay. There it is. One time. 
So this, does this end up, is this a Fuji song or a her song? Fuji song. It's a Fuji song. Okay, yeah. so this is their reworking of Killing Me Softly, most famously done by Roberta Flack, I believe is the artist. True. In my book, this is the most famous one. This one probably ends up, that, that'd be an interesting, uh, interesting thing to look at, sort of musical nerd-wise, which charted higher. And for longer, because this was a monster when it hit. Oh, this was big. This is a great song. No matter, it's kind of a hard song to screw up, but this group did an amazing job with it. So, Lauren Hill and the Fugees. That's not the name of the band, but I'll give her credit because the vocal is so amazing. The Fugees, um, along with Alice Cooper and Aretha Franklin and George Michael and Vixen and Crystal Waters, have all been on the show. Plus, the young Jeezy beat to start the hour with Jay-Z alongside as well. So at some point, I've got to listen to that Lauryn Hill album. Is there a Fuji's album you tell me to listen to? Yeah, the score. Okay. Yeah, that's their classic one. So they have an album that was that big time. Oh, yeah. Now, were they ever the Fuji's without her? No. Okay. So they did the Fuji stuff, and then she goes off and does the solo project. Correct. And then were they no longer the Fuji's after that, or did they come back? Uh, She had her own issues. Okay. Yeah, was like the mental it, health issues. Oh, where okay. They, I thought you meant like just she was a massive star, and I mean that too. The room was not big but enough. I, I think that was part of the problem. Like she became so massive. Okay. I think it overwhelmed her in ways where it hurt her mental health. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Stuff we don't think of. It's stuff you don't think of. Everybody just thinks naturally. Like, oh man, you're come on, you're standing on a stage in front of eighty thousand people. Isn't that yeah. great? Well, maybe, but for some people, that freaks them out. Yo, her Grammy picture is so iconic. She's like holding five, like how Michael Jackson did yeah. back in Thriller. You- yeah, she's like having a hard time holding them for I- that album that she dropped. I love those shots when somebody has that kind of night. Like these directors from that every Everything Everywhere All at Once, mm-hmm. they could have done that. It, all the Oscars they won, uh, you know, on Sunday. But yeah, those are great pictures. Uh, Michael was the first one I remember. Adele had one of those nights. Right. Beyonce's had those nights, and then obviously, yeah. And Lauren Hill's not exactly the biggest woman, the biggest tallest woman that's yeah, ever lived. So she's trying to carry everything. It'd be a little different. All right, uh, it is March fourteenth. We hope you're having a great Tuesday. We hope your brackets are coming together well. We have another day to get bracket info to you and maybe help you out tomorrow at 1230. Scott Spinelli, the former interim coach at BC. We had him on last week, draft, uh, or excuse me, uh, college basketball analyst and uh, for the Believe Network, does a show there. We'll talk to him tomorrow about what he thinks of Texas, the bracket. He did tell us to watch Drake last week, and he really liked him. We'll see if he likes him to pull off a 12-5 over Miami. Uh, we'll do that at 1230. 105 tomorrow, Justin Wells of Inside Texas. 205 tomorrow, Chip Brown of Horns247.com. And tonight, it's Texas baseball against North Dakota State at 630. So be sure to check it out. 615 pregame right here on the Horn. All right, let's tell you why today matters. It is Tuesday, March 14th. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All righty. One month after Valentine's Day, if you are one of those people that's into that other holiday somebody made up, God love you. Do what you do. Look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, It's also, we were just talking music, Zay. The other day we hit Rick Rubin. 
massive producer. Another massive producer in my life is this guy, and he hits 90 today, Quincy Jones. Man. The big 9-0 for Q Jones today. You talk about producing some important music. Holy hell. Go look at that guy's list. Go look at that uh, collaboration list. The time with Michael Jackson is uh, is obviously something a lot of people will go to, but... Michael and Stevie Wonder, and it's just the list. Yeah, Motown, baby. Oh, he's just, he's incredible. Uh, so shout out to Quincy today. Also, Zay, since it is basketball time, I thought I would throw some energy into the discussion. One of my favorite college basketball players of all time has a birthday today. It is the five full for Grandmama Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson out of Dallas, Texas, baby. Ooh. Born in Tyler, which I didn't realize, but yeah. then ends up in Dallas. Goes to Odessa College for two years of junior college. And I read today, to this day, he's the only player ever to be the overall junior college MVP two years in a row. Wow. Nobody else has ever done that. And he led everything in scoring and he had every stat. Yeah, because once you're known to man. once you're MVP that first year, you leave and go to a four-year school. Yeah, you're gone. He went back-to-back and did it and then ends up at UNLV, and I loved that run, man. I was I loved watching him whip Duke, and I was heartbroken when Duke got him the next year, but I'll never forget those moments. There was a friend of mine and I. We both fell for him hard. I can still see us watching the game. We had our tart towels, and we were chewing on them. Biting them things. <clears throat> yeah, because that's so gross. Dude, it was probably on the ground, when I, touching when, people's hands. Like, they hand you the towel. Tart, oh yeah, and you put it in your mouth. Oh, oh my so gosh. nasty, so nasty. We used clean towels. We did not use the ones that were on the floor. But yeah, I was about fourteen years old, you know, when they were hitting. And so I love Larry Johnson. That whole group, Augman and Gary and Greg Anthony, the whole deal. Greg Anthony yeah. uh, was it George Ackles? Uh, who are we forgetting? I think we hit them all. And oh, Anderson Hunt. Right, it was the other guy, the big, yeah. long, one of those first guys I saw taking threes and like, why is he taking it from way out there? Yeah, Boom. he's a big, get your ass in the post. Boom, and then he would hit it. Uh, yeah, th- they were incredible to watch. You know, um, you know Grandma Ma, if he didn't get hurt, like his first two years in the league for Charlotte, he was really good. Mm-hmm. And then he started getting injuries, and he lost that athleticism. Like that New York version of him, that was a tough version. I know he hit that iconic and won three against the Pacers. But other than that, like his tenure there wasn't the best, dude. He was just limited. But those first few years in Charlotte, him and Alonzo Mourning yep. and Muggsy Bowes, Kendall Gill, like they were beating the Celtics like early on. Yeah, no, you're right. He was on some good Celtics team. teams. Like if he didn't get hurt, he would have been – Ten-time All-Star. Love that dude, man. Just such a great combo of everything you want. The strength and the speed and the smooth and the nasty. and the, He was he was incredible. Uh, so Larry's 54 today. Happy birthday. Speaking of shooting it from way outside, Steph Curry, 35 today. And, uh, I'm, I'm rocking the Steph shirt today. Look at you. Well done. That's well done. Happy 35 to Steph. And if you didn't know him before then, if you didn't know that Del Curry had a kid that was at a school you may not have heard of, that tournament, that year, and there ended up being two tournaments where Davidson made a run, but specifically that, sophomore season. that first season where he was hitting everything under the sun, baby face Steph with really, really short hair, and just looked like a little kid. Uh, but Steph Curry, 35 today, he was one of those guys I think of where – the tournament makes the name. The tournament gets my attention. 
And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Now now I know who you are, and obviously he's gone on to a whole nother level. Uh, and like, as you've said, might end up being – might. You know, might be when we're all when we're all gone, the greatest shooter the NBA's ever seen. Oh, he's the greatest shooter. And I don't think I quite thought that when I saw him at Davidson, but that's an ama- it's just an amazing run for him. Amazing story. Oh, I didn't think he'd be able to translate to the league because yeah. he's so small, especially Davidson Steph Curry. Like he's put on some muscle, which has helped him have a Hall of Fame career yeah. in the NBA. But when he was coming out of Davidson and they were always showing his fine ass mama in the stands and that run that he had just killing Wisconsin and who was the other really good team that he beat that tournament? I feel like it was Georgetown. He beat a good Georgetown team. I think you might be right. That Otto Porter on there, just lighting them up. And they were in SoCon Conference. Like, they're in a smaller conference that they are now. So he put yeah. Davidson on the map. Now Davidson has the Curry brand behind them. And, yeah, I, he's the greatest shooter of all time. I know I talk about Dame being number two, it's because Steph is number one and they ain't even close. Yeah, he is a badass. 35 years old today. Also, one other quick birthday, Zay, since you made her one of your greats the other day. Simone Biles is 26 today. Ah, oh, Simone. 26. By the way, I overshot. I said she's got six like app, the six activities or apparatus or whatever they call it that are, uh, that are named for her. She only has four. She only has four. Okay. So let's be fair. But uh, that's how good she is. That she's got stuff that she does, stuff that she does and did in gymnastics. They had to rename it for her because it was so difficult. Like there's a certain floor exercise that she had that they judged it as like by far the hardest thing anyone had ever attempted in gymnastics. And so there's two things she does on the floor exercise, I believe it is, that are hers. They had to name them for her because she's so damn good. If somebody told me there's a video out there of Simone Biles grabbing rim with two hands, I'd believe them. Uh, yeah, That's I, how athletic she is. I probably would too, yeah. That, I, I'd she buy is so athletic, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that, uh, that is a whole other kind of bounce. A whole other kind of verticality Same. to her. She's incredible. You think she has another Olympics in her, another run? Because I know once you hit your 20s, it starts, you know, they don't really look at you like you did when you were in your teens. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards no. but How old is she today? 26. Woo! 26. It feels When's like- the next one? Next year, twenty four, right? Oh, she got it. Ooh, maybe it's her. So I'm. It's not, her, yeah. She can. I'll, I'll say she doesn't, but she can if she wants to. Obviously, she'd probably show up as the favorite, which would be cool because it shouldn't. That shouldn't just be a sport for thirteen year olds. Yeah, you know, it should be something you can evolve through. Hopefully, she can pull it off. Uh, we will see. But kind of back, maybe back to the the mental side of things, right? We, yeah, she went through right. that that whole deal in uh, in twenty. So maybe uh, or whenever that was twenty or twenty one or twenty two, whenever the Olympics ended up happening uh, with COVID. But hopefully, she will uh, if she's able to do it. That would be great to see. Happy birthday to Simone today as well. Up next, stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, a lot of football notes today, including the Raiders trading Darren Waller to a team not called the Cowboys in the Cowboys division, and wait till you hear what they gave up to get him. Not that I'm upset about it. This is the horn. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the brakes. Chad and Zay. Like that beat. Just about to wrap up a Tuesday show. Zay, do I have a shot here? Um, nah. No? I'd like to think you would, <laughs> but nah. Person's name or like a group name? Uh, he was in a group, but this is a person. Um, I don't know. KRS-One. Yo! No from half court <laughs> on Steph Curry's birthday. Ah, did I get it? You got it. There we go. Wow. Don't ask me why those things why happened. Why did you say that? Because there was something familiar about the voice, and I can see him with that that big wide nose of his. And that great, yeah, he has a schnoz. And that great presence of his. Yeah. And I saw a couple videos back in the day, so that's why I said it. I just decided if I was going to go, that's my one guess. That was the one name that popped in my head. Pretty good. KRS-1. KRS-1. That, that guy's got high levels of respect in the game, correct? Tons. That's a guy I need to listen to. I haven't listened to like track after track after track, but I know he's got a lot of love. Yeah, he's that type of guy where you could hear somebody like Nas or Jay-Z said, this was a guy I looked up to when I got in the game of hip-hop. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they've said that, but I wanted to be surprised. Like He's that grandfather then type of brother criminal minded yeah he's okay. a hip hop legend fair enough all right i'm proud of myself on that one K- I'm R- proud too krs1 the fuji's alice cooper aretha franklin and george michael quite a combo vixen and crystal waters all on the show today plus that young jeezy beat to start the hour was great we love our music around here we are going to take a little break from the album swap discussion this week cuz it's tournament thursday we don't want to get in the way of that and uh, remember also on thursday ball don't lie going to be out at twin peaks Round Rock, that is where the crew is going to be for watching the Texas game. And then if you want to hang out, I may be around watching my Aggies and Penn State. I've already told my wife, I got to work. Honey, I got to work. I got to work. Really, really, Twin Peaks, Round Rock, you got to work? Yes, I do. Sometimes it's a tough job. Uh, and then Friday, Zay and I are going to be at Twin Peaks. Honey, I got to work. 12 to 3, <laughs> Stastny location. We're going to be watching the Friday games. And at that point, one or both of us could be really, really happy or really, really sad based on what happens Thursday night. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where we are. Or we could both sit down knowing that our teams are going to play each other in the second round. That'll be fun. For a trip to the That'll Sweet That'll be 16. fun to prep for that. That could be crazy. So Friday's show is going to be good one way or the other. Uh, so come see us at Twin Peaks. Round Rock location Thursday. Stastny on Friday. All right. No stress, no seeds, no stress.
stems, no sticks. Yes, indeed. Stems and seeds. AVConsultations.com or call 255-8678. Somebody texted us. You were talking about brackets and how to pick them. I have a church fantasy league. I'm going to make picks based on the likelihood that the mascot goes to heaven. So sorry, Blue Devils. <laughs> and to all the dog teams are going to do well. All the dogs. Oh, so the dogs are going to do well. Blue Devils not so well. So, what about I guess a- Gonzaga is the best dog. Gonzaga's got to be in there. Then what do you think about a Longhorn? Does Bevo go to heaven? Hell yeah, Bevo goes to heaven. So I'm just asking this particular texture. If they think Bevo's going to heaven, maybe Texas has a shot. Yeah. They don't like blue devils, so if you're a devil or a demon or something like that, I guess you don't get uh, guess you don't get in. All right, Zay, so here it was. Uh, Darren Waller is going to be a New York Giant, and the Giants gave up a third-round pick to get him. And I'm sorry, as a Cowboys fan, I'm going to take that personally. They may lose Dalton Schultz. You could have had Waller for a third-round pick. Hello? Yeah. I think you forgot to say third-round pick and a couple of slices of New York pizza along with that for Darren Waller. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's what it was or not. I don't know. Am I overcooking Darren Waller? Would you take, you'd want him on your team, wouldn't you? Hell yes. To me, Hell yes. I don't know where he would fall. He's top 10 tight ends in the league right now for me, though. Yeah. I don't know if he's top five. He was hurt a lot this past year, though. And maybe that's it. Maybe he's banged up a little bit. Boy, I like the idea of that. Giants trying to kind of recapture what they had a little bit with Evan Ingram earlier. Darren Waller is going to be wearing that red, white, and blue. That's a little tough for me to deal with as a Cowboys fan. But I do like that the Cowboys re-signed Donovan Wilson. Cowboys, as of tomorrow and the first day of business in the NFL, lots of free agents that they may end up losing. Already lost Connor McGovern. He's headed to Buffalo. There are other big names that could be gone like Leighton Vander Esch and some others. We'll keep you up to date on all of that. And remember, Texas baseball tonight against North Dakota State, the first of two. They'll go back-to-back tonight and tomorrow. LeBaron Johnson on the Hill for Texas. If you haven't seen him, get on over to the dish and check it out. Always invite you to check out Ball Don't Lie. Rod and Harge coming up to talk about the tournament, the bracket, helping you fill it out, what they think of Texas matchup, and all of that. Tomorrow, we'll get Scott's Spinelli at 12.30 and our normal guests at 1 and 2 talking lots of Longhorn stuff. So come on back and hang with us on a Wednesday. Be safe. See ya.